Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yay! It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 the Zone, broadcasting live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton back, feeling better and producing today. What's going on over there, Gordon? You doing all right? I am sorry. I am doing fine, Jake. I hope you are as well. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing well. Happy Monday. I like your hat. Thanks. Wearing my Whalers, uh, Whalers hat. Uh, we're excited. Austin is back. Uh, thanks to uh, who filled in? Alex, Eric, Lloyd. Who, a little uh, bit of everybody. A little bit of everybody filling in for Austin. You feeling better? You doing all right? I am. I'm, I I sound still a little a little sick, but man, I feel so much better. Well, that's that's good. good. Yeah, that is good. Thanks for uh, as you said. Thanks to everyone that made it possible for me to not die. So, <laughs> possible for you to to uh, r- recoup. Yeah, as it were. So I, you know, in typical Austin fashion, uh, <laughs> apparently typhoid fever made a comeback. In the, it was in the, about in as the bad. Horton yeah. household, a little typhoid, you know, little Oregon Trail disease, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and don't dysentery. Tell me. You, you got it from the little one. Oh, as always, the little <laughs> booger factory. They yeah. are. They're little germ bags, aren't they? Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, they're cute and we love them, but man, they're germ bags. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. You can't stay away from them. You got to hug them. You got to help them. Yeah, when they're sick, you got to take care of them. Yeah, yeah. got to be a parent. Of course, it lasts for like 18 hours for her, and then I'm <laughs> bedridden on, on my deathbed yeah. signing wills on Thursday night. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is true, too. Oh, well. Well, we're glad you're back. We missed Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I've missed some of this. <laughs> that sounded like it came <laughs> right from the core there, huh? How about you, Gordon? You doing all right? You yeah. have a good weekend? I, uh, I had a good weekend, yeah. Did you end up going boating? No, I didn't, but my family did. So you opted for a little GT, a little Gordon time. Oh, I had I had stuff I had to do. Stop it. Stop it. What'd you do with your Gordon time? Oh, Take a nap? Just, no. <laughs> no, but that sounds pretty good. Watch part of a movie? No, I I had stuff to do. But uh, anyway, I yeah. think I just ate too much cheese. <laughs> had a good weekend. Stuff and- to do like what? That's none of your business what I do in my private time. <laughs> this what is, is awfully defensive. I had stuff to do over the weekend. If you ask me about it, I'd gladly tell you. Okay, what You're do you being, do? No, 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 no. You're being awful <laughs> awful defensive about all this. No, awful awful secretive. Well, maybe a little secretive because I don't feel like talking about it. But uh, not because it's anything nefarious or or really particularly private. But uh, You just don't want people to know. Yeah. How's that song You go- bought another car this weekend? How's that, that what happened? No. I got my windshield cracked. That sucks. I'm I'm cracking just, my so windshield. So you just don't want to tell us what you were doing. 
I'm just doing I stuff. mean, you, you pry into Austin's in my life all the time. You even try to create like family divisions, which is weird. But oh, and we, you've, never, we simply, you've never done that to me, we, right? We simply take a 48 <laughs> hour period of time and say, What'd you do, Gordon? And we got, well, I was busy. <laughs> Busy. Busy what? Running <laughs> drugs? What? I mean, like. That's classified, Jake. Right? We were busy. It was a good weekend. So. Secretive. Busy. You, well, I didn't try to fly a kite on a windless day. Wow, I, now you're taking shots. <laughs> Actually, I admire the fact that you did that. Um, okay, well, whatever. Uh, whatever, whatever Guess you on the open mic. Yeah, what, Gordon I mean, what, did. what did Gordon do this weekend? Because my mind is running wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! That says right. a lot about well, you. Well, if you yeah. if you don't want to quash the speculation, then I'm not going to force your hand. That's fine. Okay. You know, are there going to be any Olympics? Are they? Is everyone going to come that's down quite with the, COVID? The diversion is that is that it? Right to COVID infection at the Olympics. Well, huh? well I see uh, that. Uh, Recalculating. Yep. Uh, USA gymnast Kara Eaker. Uh, Utah commit. She's tested positive for COVID-19 in Tokyo. Seems like that's a thing. It's really happening over there. Man, I'll tell you, life is is uh, full of hurdles sometimes. How many athletes total? I don't know. What? Are are in Tokyo? Uh, I don't know. And how many have tested positive? Are you really going to downplay COVID? I'm not point. downplaying COVID. I'm just, I mean, you, you know, these stories are often taken and run with like it's some wild outbreak. And Oh, and it hasn't <laughs> been that at all. Not in Jeez. this specific circumstance. Come I'm not on, talking. Jake. Come on, Gordon. I'm not talking about overall. I'm talking about in this the, circumstance. The, po- the point is it's still, it's, it's still a major concern. It's still out there. Correct. Yeah. I wonder how it's going to go in the fall. I'm so looking forward to football. And uh, I just hope I just hope uh, folks get get things taken care of proper. That's all. All right. Well, I think uh, we'll get through the Olympics fine. Are you Are you uh, looking forward to the Olympics? Yeah. Uh, no more or less than I normally am. And is I, are you not a big Olympics guy? It's all right. I I don't mind uh, tuning in uh, the evening to see the coverage of the various events, but you know it. If I really cared about those particular events, I wouldn't just watch them once every four years. Uh, yeah, that, that's actually a good point. Um, although I do, I do check out some track and field every once in a while, and check out some obviously basketball. We spend a lot of time with that. Um, I even watch surfing every once in a while. All right, good times. I you don't. notice how they're trying to get uh, the younger folk back interested in the Olympics by bringing in, like, skateboarding and stuff like that? Haven't they been trying that for a decade? Seems like it, yeah. yeah. The problem is everybody they get keeps getting older. <laughs> so, Strange how that happens. So, yeah. So now they're— Then we're stuck—you know, we're going to be stuck with breakdancing for the next 20 years. Are we going to have— I mean? I'm not sure. Are they doing breakdancing? Is that a thing, really? Yes. Yes, they're I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, it's going to be 2040 well, before somebody goes, wow, it was really dumb to add breakdancing. If they if they keep getting younger and younger, what are we going to have, diaper uh, drag races down the lanes like they do at halftime of basketball games? Imagine that. 
<laughs> baby winning a gold for winning the. If Huggies or Pampers want to pay yeah, for it, right. you know I'm what's sure. going to happen. You, you just Pampers have to carve off a little you know, off the top for uh, for uh, whoever's heading up that committee. What's the uh, what are the games of youth? The physical games, not the uh, the video games and things like that. But what about? Do kids? I don't know, but they call them games of youth. That's a good place yeah, to start. Yeah. Something tells me that we're going the direction of sounding really old. Is that <laughs> is that the direction we want to go? Because somebody's going to be games like, of youth? "How about what that? How about that ultimate frisbee?" I keep hearing all about. <laughs> hey man, I used to do frisbee when I was a kid. That was eighty years ago. I, I still remember that. And uh, the old games of youth. How about like? Uh, do, do kids play tag anymore? I don't know. I think they're really into jacks and, and hopscotch <laughs> and rope jumping. I think kids still do hopscotch, let's, don't they? Let's get uh, capture capture the flag <laughs> into the old Kick Olympics. the can? Do kids still play that? Or yeah, is it... right. I don't know what kids are doing these days, and I'm not going to sound foolish by trying to talk about it. <laughs> Austin, you're, you're the youngest of the crew here. What are younger and people— And still too old to talk about this. <laughs> What are kids? What Snapchat is, Olympics? I don't. I don't even know where to begin. All I know is I came home from work once, and uh, one of my daughters, one of my younger daughters, had a bunch of friends over at the house, and there was a guy who had my golf clubs out in the middle of the street, and he was hitting golf balls down the street with your clubs. With my clubs. Well, I have a. I have a number of clubs, and it was luckily the older older clubs, but. Uh, yeah, I was, with your monogrammed golf ball going through the neighbor's windshield. Do, do you still claim this, this daughter? Because that's I was like not, that's I was crossing gonna, a major I, line. Look, I usually am pretty mellow, but I, I, I had, I was, I cleared out the house. Everybody, get out of here. You know. Anyway, how old was the daughter at the time? Oh, I would say probably twenty-four. <laughs> probably early. Uh, junior high school, maybe seventh, eighth grade. And how old was she when you allowed her to move back in? She was, uh, I think she was uh, 29. When she returned from the girls' retreat? That's that's getting somewhere in the appropriate She got out. Let's see. She got out of the big house. (laughs) I mean, come on. That is is recklessness. Uh, Ah, the games of youth. Talking about golf equipment here. I mean, yeah, don't be messing with my that's golf. That's exactly stuff. what I'm saying. The, the punishment, I hope, was harsh and swift. It, it wasn't, but I did clear the place out. This oh, work. just saying an end to the party. That would, that I, would be, you know, that I, would be step one. I don't know It'd where. Be, how do you get when, back into the will? That's like step twelve or thirteen. When you we guys, got, when you guys, when your kids are in high school, wherever I may be, I, I'm going to be observing and laughing because. You got lots to look forward to. I'm sure there is a lot of truth to that statement. But since you're not going to ask me about my weekend, I'm going to bring up uh, a story I, that I'm is not, kind I'm of. Not that ask is, about that your weekend. Kind of, it's fi- 15 minutes in, and I've I've got a story I wanted to bring up that's related to this. Oh, well, we, well, bring it we up. Get, we get five minutes of Gordon ap- refusing to tell us what happened over the weekend. You're the one that kept asking. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to tell you. You kept Because that's really weird. That's not weird. You you can at least make something up. (laughs) I mean, just just going with. You know what I did? uh, Really, this is is something I did in my youth. Uh, My mom had her treasured uh, silver 
And I took some of her utensils out in the backyard and dug like a canal all through the backyard. She was not too happy about that in the dirt. So kids do stuff. I mean, they just do. And it's better that they do that than sit in front of a monitor and play video games all day. Do I sound really old now? But it's true. I wonder if what my parents were saying I shouldn't be doing was true, too. It didn't seem so true back then, but it seems all true to me now. Hey, Jake, how was your weekend, pal? No, you know what? Come on, you teased the story. Let's hear it. You know what? Let's let's get to the split story of the day, shall we? You said I mean, you were looking forward. It's two seventeen. Just tell us. And we just we just got a story about digging holes in your mom's backyard for some reason. Even though I was trying to go somewhere. Well, so go you know with what? It. Come on. Uh, no, no. You, you all because but begged him to it, ask you. Oh, I now, did. Now, I did. Now, now you're gonna pout. And now because it's gonna now be, he's pouting. It's gonna be got something else. Which is going to begat something else. He did say. And I'm still not pretty going. Pretty passively aggressively. Uh, <laughs> that's not a term, but he did pretty much say, please ask me what I did this weekend, Gordon. And you said, you know, I dug holes with my mom's silverware. <laughs> what do I do with that? Tell because your we actually have a sports show you, to you, do because us, nobody cares what I did story. over the weekend. Whatever. But I thought I could do it in an entertaining manner. But 20 minutes later... <laughs> After being <laughs> basically ba- begging to boom. tell tell about Cry it, baby. Come that on. it was actually related to what you were talking about. Come on, let's hear it. Come on, I want to hear it. I I made my daughter clean up yesterday. That's it. We no. clean we cleaned the house. We made it fun. I I put my fun? daughter to work on her actual birthday. And I'm pretty proud of the results. Thank you very much. Juggling two kids all weekend and basically starving off mental torture and and uh, a, a, mel- a meltdown. You mean like staving uh, all, off? Staving. That's what I meant. All, all day for start? three days. I still managed to go, you know what? My wife deserves to come home to a clean house. And so guess what, four-year-old? Happy birthday. It's time to clean the house. Why didn't and we just did it. do it? And we did What do you mean, why didn't I just do it? Because you know what? That's not how it's going to work in the Scott household. <laughs> We're pitching in. Well, that's that's. And now that's I, I stave off mental meltdown until two nineteen <laughs> on Monday afternoon, oh, when ha- all I wanted to do was tell my fun story about how I came up with clean up dance party. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't dig holes <laughs> in the backyard on the weekend. Sorry that I'm not completely clandestine you, about my my personal did, recreational did you, uh, activity. Did you, I'm sorry that I felt like I got a parental win, and I wanted to talk about see, it on the my whole, radio the whole, show. The whole reason he asked me what I did is so he could tell us what he did. Did you <laughs> did you put music on? And yet you're still still. Be like, that's why you asked me what I was doing. No, it has nothing to do with your your bizarre defense. You could have said you're watching TV all day. Gordon. But instead, it's like, I was I was doing stuff. What? When I got what? here, Jake had a twitch in one of his eyes. Did he? He, was, he, he really held on until he saw us, and then Did you, uh, it all went away. I bet you were never happier to see your beautiful bride. It went fine, thank you, thank you. Uh, my my you big grand experiment of an what entire did you call weekend it? dance cleanup, cleanup dance party. So what you was put, the playlist? You put, you put music on, and then what do you do? Dance over to pick up the stuff? And s- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we cleaned up, which is something I, you're not familiar with. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, and I am familiar with that because I'm a naturally clean person. <laughs> the mess wouldn't have been there in the first place. 
It's like we clean up right after the, the with mess a two happens. month old and a four year old. The, the mess wouldn't have been there. Oh, excuse me, Major Dad. That's not how it works in in my household because toys get taken out. Yeah, but it's easier and to, messes get made. It's easier to clean up immediately. I'm sorry, then you don't have the cumulative effect of a whole you know four days oh. worth of mess. Oh, I'm so frustrated. I really want to know the details because I might need to use this someday. You put music could we, on. Can we market it and box it and take it to like Shark Tank and, and mass produce no, it? No, no, it doesn't work. But but you. I'm can. not asking you. I'm asking the man uh, that came I, up I, with I, it. He, he didn't come up with this. We've all been doing that for the last 40 years. We've all. We've all. Okay, <laughs> clean up stop. dance parties? And this is such an insult to me. I was feeling so good about this. Like, anybody can do that. Well, we've all, on, I, we've on all the done child's that. birthday. Somehow your kids get away with playing golf with your clubs on concrete, and I get a four-year-old to clean the house while the, the two-month-old actually sits in the bouncer quiet for some reason, probably because she was entertained about her father making a complete fool out of himself. But you know what? What's fun about that? Let's talk about digging awesome. in the backyard a awesome. hundred years ago. <laughs> what medication is most calming? Because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have some. a sip of coffee. <laughs> That'll do it. Give me some medication that's most calming. That'll Coffee will. I know you don't smoke thing. weed, but. You know. I'm a sucker for grass. Yeah. I hear. Let's talk about Chris Paul trying to end a career. <laughs> let's go into that. Let's talk about let's talk about that. Let's talk about the biggest moment of Chris Paul's career, and he tries <laughs> to undercut a guy. Hey, uh, Jeez, who's rooting for that dude? Happy birthday to, to the cutest four-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And then that's the thing, you know, I mean, everybody does that where they turn cleanup into a game. I mean, you have to do Don't that. Don't downgrade Gordon, it anymore. Stop, stop, stop it. Gordon. Stop it. This is dangerous. I felt good about myself for 10 seconds. No, it was good. And then it the big good. show started. Sweet. <laughs> like I said, I've missed some of this. Jeez. No, I think you did. Can we see, can we I, reset I really the show? Think, can we just talk about basketball the I next? really yes. think you did a fine job with can your we, two young ones by sh- yourself. Jake's over there. You know, like, Jake's like, over there. I got a good idea. Let's play dance party cleanup. Going into this people thing, people have been doing that for 150 years. Dude, going into this thing, I, all I get from people is, "Oh my God, you're taking care of them for the weekend. They're not going to survive." That's the vibe I get from everybody I come encounter with. Is is how on earth is somebody with the the capacity to be a parent like you going to have two <laughs> for surviving children on Sunday? Oh. And then I come into the the big show and I get well, no. everybody does that. God, what's the matter? We knew you could do you, it. Jake. You take your victory. We, we and, don't and know. We knew you it. could do it. We, flush it right down the toilet. I don't get a win. I we, don't get a win. We knew you could do it. We knew you could, even though your youngest doesn't really like you that much. No, she doesn't, which gave me <laughs> tremendous amount of anxiety going in. So you could imagine how great it was when everybody I encountered was like, oh, oh, those poor girls. <laughs> oh, this is just, are you going to make it? And yeah, I leaned on some support system over the weekend. Your mom, yeah. your mom took care. My of My mom lot, helped, and you know what? Shout helped. out to the to <laughs> shout out to the Laws family who who invited me. Wonderful friends invited me over to their house for dinner on Saturday night. So shout out to them. And I had other invites out there too, but part of me just wanted to batten down the hatches and try to make it through the thing. But you know what? It, it was I didn't even accomplish anything. So. No, you Terrific. Did, you did well. I'm, Tell us when you've got something to talk about, Jake. You did well, Jake. I, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, no, no. You, no, Gordon, no. you decide what's next because I've had it. Okay. Why don't we talk some basketball finally? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
More next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available, Big O Tires, the team you trust. Band of the day today, Bastille, selected by one Whitney Horton and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Happy birthday. To Whitney Horton, who uh, this is her favorite band. I hate this band. Do you? So much. And she plays it all the time? Yep, it's her favorite, so here we go. Uh, shout out to Scotty G, who says, Hey, Jake, we're here for you. Let's get you some help. So that's nice. <laughs> Which uh, my wife uh, my wife responded, I'm never going on a girl's trip again. So thank you, Gordon. You guilted for, her out of all the you. fun of her friends in the future? Guilt her out of anything. I sure just was, sounded like I it. was trying to tell the story about a parental win in my view, and it just... <laughs> Scotty, let's not go back here. Yeah, yeah That was so, segment one. We're it, starting over. It, you know what? It, let me let me put it this way, and I, I responded somewhat. Uh, uh, responded this way to to my wife. It's not my children uh, causing my current mental breakdown. I made it through the weekend. <laughs> I did just what, fine. What, what are we doing? I made it through what the are we weekend. doing today that is stirring up all of this? Uh, this this angst this uh, this negative emotion from you all uh, uh, oh, we what did we do hey, at this point I'm going to take a time to uh, to promote the podcast <laughs> you can go back and find out for yourself <laughs> wherever you get your podcast simply download the big show what hour number do? one all and, I uh, said was and, your your clean up dance party wasn't exactly an original thought it was a good idea. Can we, can we get to the split story today? Yeah. Yes. Is, that, is that reasonable? All right. Go ahead, Austin. Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Booker the drive. Gets inside. Leans in. Backed away. It's stolen by Holiday. Phoenix has to foul. Drew Holiday gets into the pitcher, comes up with the strip, turning the basketball over, and then off to the races. Could have held it out, instead made the right read, throws it up where only Giannis can catch it, finishes it with the contact. Bad decision to foul because this would make it a four-point game with 13.5 remaining. We're gonna go to Greg Moore with the Arizona Republic. Thanks, fellas. Uh, this is obviously a really tough loss. Devin, how frustrated are you uh, for Chris right now? Next next question, please. <laughs> that, you know, I don't know if that was a real terrific question. How bad do you feel for Chris? <laughs> 
Uh, it wasn't that bad a question. I mean, you know. Okay, let's 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 say that. Uh, wow, how, how can I come up with an analogy that's not not quite so gruesome? Um, <laughs> gruesome. Let let's say that you and I were were um, somehow uh, injured, and uh, in a in a you know uh, in well, a fairly a little more serious high profile way and you and I are sitting next to each other in the hospital infirmary and they let in the press to to ask questions about it and you being you know more important than me if they asked me a question like hey um how do you feel about what happened to gordon <laughs> you get what i'm saying well, first of all, that's a lot more serious than this. I know. I was trying to think of an example less gruesome, but I think you get the point. Especially if you had caused Gordon's injury like Devin Booker's turnover caused <laughs> Chris Paul's pain. Actually, I think it's kind of funny, the question. Uh, Devin Booker, a uh, little upset there. But, I, I mean, are, are, your, uh, are, you, are your feelings hurt for Chris? <laughs> Because he sucked it up. What a ridiculous question. How disappointed are you? For Chris. For Chris. <laughs> uh, so, anywho, the Bucks win 123 to 119. Uh, they, they did not play terrific in the first quarter, Gordon, but scored 43 points in the second quarter and uh, outscored the Suns by seven in the third and uh, were able to uh, hold on for the victory. Now they go home and can close it out in game number six. Uh, where would you like to start? Uh, well, let's uh, let's review Chris's pain. <laughs> okay, should we? Sure. Because that what a huge play that was by uh, Drew Holiday, and you've been singing his praises and rightfully so, Jake. Uh, and you said something off the air, and I'm I'm gonna let you say it on the air about the importance of the two way player and and. Go ahead. You, you give your thought on that because you've been preaching it all along, and I couldn't agree with you more. They're just so valuable, Gordon, and and I hope that that becomes a trend in the NBA. And maybe it, it didn't start with Drew Holiday, but but Drew Holiday being a guy that it, that was worth that play alone was worth the trade. <laughs> and and, and they gave up a considerable amount. It wasn't they like did. he was free. But he made that play at that time. But anyway, let's let's talk about Drew's twenty seven points and thirteen assists. I mean, he was he was terrific on offense. And he can go out and guard Chris Paul and, and I don't want to you know, we have plenty of Chris Paul to talk about, but I so I don't want to say take him out of the series, but certainly make a difference against a difference maker. And then he goes over and does uh, similar work on, on Devin Booker on spot duty. I mean, it's just how useful is he on that end of the floor? And then if he can be so good on the offensive end too, those those players are so, so important. The fact that he had the wherewithal offensively, Gordon, to throw that lob in the first place to be able to have the offensive uh, you know, point guard mentality to, to diagnose exactly what was going on. Chris Paul made multiple mistakes on that play, and we can get into that, but for him to be smart enough to realize that. Do you, have, you, have you seen the close-up of the play and watched Drew Holiday's eyes? Have you seen that? Uh, Where, I did notice his eyes. So he's, he's going down, and you see him the, the, hey, hey, like, the rim is open, Giannis. Like, like the oh, glance, yeah, yeah, the yeah, glance at the that. rim. You see his and eyes I, where he's he's signaling to yeah. Giannis. He's and, saying, I saw, and Giannis also open. pointed at the rim. They they connected, yeah. and then you see him look away to not sell the play, and and Chris Paul frozen in the middle. Yeah, 
and uh, to to be able to make that play was really magnificent on his end, let alone the steal. And his value is just, I mean, I think the value of the two-way guy, I think these guys truly are the key to championship teams. I really do. You, you know, let's review what you said there, Jake, because Drew Holiday makes a huge play, a huge play. And then he has the presence of mind to do all the things that you just said. And that shot, that that pass was harder than a shot. Yeah, he put it right on the money. To point it right where it had to be. Great point. That's tougher than a shot. And yet he had the presence of mind. He He had the composure after he made a great play, not to celebrate the great play, but to complete it with a fantastic pass and then Giannis doing what he did. That, that was fantastic. Now, now uh, explain more. I, I find what you said about the two-way player really, really interesting and important. And I, I, I hope this does become a trend, Jake. Well, let me, let me just focus here locally, all right? Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, I, I believe, and I haven't been shy about this opinion, I believe that, that he has a lot of room for growth defensively. There's some things working against him. He's not the tallest guy in the world. I got it. But he's long. He's got got a good reach. And I think he has potential to deliver more on that end of the floor. And so I'm hoping a guy like Donovan Mitchell looks at that. And and, and if if he truly believes what he says, and we have no reason to doubt him, of course, that the championship is what he needs to do. I hope he watches exactly what Drew Holiday is doing in this, uh, you know, in this series. Point to Kawhi Leonard a couple of years ago. I mean, there are other examples, certainly. But if, if, if he truly wants to win a championship, this is what he needs to do to his game. And, and it's not just Donovan Mitchell. You know, we remember the Jabari Parker, I don't get played or right. paid to play mm-hmm. defense. You know, I hope it becomes a mentality of something that is appreciated financially in the NBA because that's how – that's how it's realized, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's what tells guys like, and, and maybe I'm done picking on Donovan, but let's pick on Damian Lillard for a minute. You know, if you truly want to bring a championship to your team, this is what is missing out of your game. This is the impact that that truly pushes superstars over the top. Look is at the this greats. part of it. Look right. at the greats. Uh, let's start with the guys at the top, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Yep. Both of them are two-way players. Rickling Kobe Bryant, two-way guy. Sure. Yeah. So um, I hope that becomes a trend. I hope that, that that this series maybe amplifies that again. I don't think it, start, it started with Drew Holiday, but it's had a huge impact on this series that he's a, he's a force on both ends of the floor, and he needs to be more consistent offensively. But, I mean, look at that game. Goes on into the yeah. Phoenix and has that kind of performance. That was one of those moments. We remember big shots. I mean, we do. But I will not forget that play. Amazing play. It's one of those moments when you're watching on television, and it's almost like uh, was it uh, was it who was it Jack Buck who said I can't believe what I just saw when when uh, Kirk Gibson hit that home run. That's what went through my mind. Did he just really do that? What a fantastic play at the perfect time. And then, like you said, he completed it. With more greatness, so, and I give credit to Giannis too because he, I mean, he saw what he did, and it would have been easy to hesitate for a moment there, but no, it was attack, full mode aggression. And you know, we can get into what Giannis uh, said to answer Sam Amick's question and about his his you know 
outlook on life, which is which is really really fascinating. I've, re- I've played that for three of my family yeah. members because I wanted them to see it. Pretty amazing. And yeah. if, if I wish every NBA player would watch that clip and hear that clip and adjust to that clip. You said this off the air, and I rarely hear stuff like this uh, from you, so it certainly was noteworthy. But uh, you said easy dude to root for. Yeah, really easy guy to work for. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yep. I mean, really got it together. And then there have been other things that we've seen him do with fans and kids and just, uh, yeah, that's a very well-adjusted man based on what we know about him. So can I talk about Chris Paul for a second and then we'll bring it back around to the the point that you just said uh, right there. So Chris Paul on that play, I, I mean, I'm not a Chris Paul fan because of his antics. And this just cemented that into my mind that the, how are you feeling about Chris? Well, you know what? I'm not disappointed that he lost the game. In that play, that play, the biggest play of his career, he made multiple basketball mistakes and then he made a dirty play. And to bring it full circle to Giannis, Giannis had every right to land and then remove Chris Paul's head from his torso. <laughs> And, 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 and he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He celebrated, and he moved on because he knew he had to get up and shoot a really, really big free throw, which, again, basketball mistake. Chris Paul had no business fouling there. He should have just let him have the alley-oop dunk because he picked the wrong guy to guard, and he stayed in the middle too long, and then he committed a dirty, unnecessary foul in the biggest moment of his career. And that's that's a dirty play that anybody who has played any amount of basketball knows. You don't do that. You don't undercut guys. You do you not don't undercut do a guy. Uh, that That is cardinal rule number one, and he did it. Yep. Junior jazz guys know that. Yeah. I mean, you you don't do it, and it, it came down to, and, and hey, I know guys want to win, but when you, <laughs> when you sacrifice morals for that effect, you know, maybe you need to readdress it a little bit. Just because you see the game – slipping out of your hands and it means more to you in the world doesn't mean that you can start undercutting guys. I mean, if he were to have been there, Austin and I were talking about this, if he would have gotten there a split second earlier, he could have ended Giannis's career. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I, I don't know. And, and, I, I and, and then reporters are asking Booker, how do you, how do you feel for Chris? Uh, in the post game? they should be, I, I don't know. I don't feel bad for Chris Paul one bit. I, I think that was that was extremely unfortunate, and I admire the way Giannis reacted to it because other you look back in the history of it, other NBA players haven't been so cool uh, yeah. headed when somebody tries to do that to them. Yep, and I agree. And I'm a Chris Paul, I, I an appreciator of how what a great game he has and what a great career he's had. But you're right, I couldn't disagree with anything you just said, Jay. So, right anyway, I've been cheering for Milwaukee throughout this thing, and I'm cheering more for them now. I, I hope they win. I, I'm telling you, everybody in my household, my, and I'm not a fan, I, I, but man, I, the Bucks right now with Giannis, they're hard to – you just can't <laughs> juxtapose uh, what's happening with the Bucks and the way they comport themselves with the way you, what you see out of the Suns. And maybe it's because the Suns aren't used to this environment. I'm not sure how used to it the Bucks are. Uh, how long has it been since they won a championship in Milwaukee? 54 years or something like that, is it? But the Suns are acting like guys who have who have never been there before, and including their veterans. So it's it's kind of a, a an interesting dichotomy that's happening here. And maybe we have some Suns fans within the sounds of our voices, Jake. And if you are, okay, but your team 
has some, some, some things they need to straighten out. And we'll see what happens next, but let's play that, let's play that bit from uh, Giannis. You want to play that coming up next? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. You, if you haven't heard this, you will be a fan of Giannis. Uh, I, just, I don't know how you can't be when you hear a perspective like his. It's it really, in a modern sport, in a time of, of, of uh, professional sports, where guys just get lost in the fame, in the money, in, the, in, the, in everything that surrounds them, with all these people who want to sort of be hangers honors and who want to kiss these guys' butts and want to build them up, and, and they get full of themselves. They get fat-headed. Listen to what Giannis says, and I think it may, uh, it may encourage you as a fan of sports. Hangers on, I think. Yeah. Does that sound right? Hangers on? Probably, yeah. Hanger honors seems a little redundant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's not right. <laughs> I think hangers on. want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses. Save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call today, 801-253-3080, Davis Vision. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Lately, I've been, I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. When the morning this is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. I think that we both know the way that the story Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Want to remind you, uh, the Top 60 and 60 is back on The Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hanson Scotty announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah. As they count you down to the start of the college football season, it's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon, only here on The Zone Sports Network. Uh, let's play this clip, um, Gordon. Uh, before we do, though, Sam Amick, our good friend from The Athletic, senior NBA writer, joins us usually on Thursdays here on The Big Show, one of our absolute favorites. He's just terrific. Um, he asked the question that led to this answer from Giannis, and just uh, the question is included. And just a little background, because Sam talked about this last week when he jumped on with us, and he wrote about it at the Athletic. He got kind of was in the lobby happenstance with Giannis at the same same time, and they kind of spent a half an hour together. So there, and, and he he's broke down his relationship with Giannis a little bit last week when he joined us. But uh, you know, they're they're friendly, and so <laughs> I think because of that, I think Giannis kind of gets into it a little more. So credit to our guy, Sam, yeah. for, for establishing a relationship and, and kind of bringing this question out. So listen to Giannis's response and then listen to the quick comment at the end from Sam, which makes it that much better. I mean, you're 26 years old, and you know I've covered plenty of players who didn't seem like they figured the ego part out until their 30s. I mean, who taught you about what it – why that's important and, and to handle it that way. I think, I think, I think, uh, I'll say life. Usually I'm telling you this, usually when, um, uh, from my experience, right? Like when I think about like, oh yeah, I'm, I did this, I, you know, I, I'm so great. I had uh, 30, 
I had 25, 10, and 10, or whatever the case might be. Because right. you're going to think about that. Oh, we want this and that. Usually the next day, you're going to suck. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> simple as that. You Like, the next few days, you're going to be terrible. And uh, I figured out, like, a mindset to have that, like, when you focus on the past, that's your ego. I did this. You know, um, we were able to, you know, um, beat this team for all. We, we did the, I did this in the past. I won that in the past. Mm-hmm. And when I focus in the future, it's my pride. Like, yeah, next game, game five, I do this and this and this. Right. You know, I'm going dumb. That's your pride talking. Like, you, it doesn't happen. Like, you're right here. And um, I kind of, like, try to focus in the, you know, in the moment, in the present. And that's humility. That's being humble. That's not setting no expectation. That's going out there, enjoying the game, competing at a high level. And uh, I think I've had people throughout my life that helped me with that. But that's a skill that I've tried to, like, kind of, um, um, how you say, kind of, like, perfect it. Master it. Uh, yeah, master it. And uh, it's been working so far. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to stop. You're doing okay. <laughs> You're doing all right. Um, I, I love that. What a perspective, you know, yeah. uh, live in the moment and how to live without ego. And, um, you, you talk about this quite a bit, Gordon, the, the kind of mindset or, or, or philosophical outlook on people who are uberly successful, not just in athletics, but, but other places as well. And, you know, we talk about Michael Jordan's pettiness and we talk about other, you know, we talked about parenting last week and, and these parents, you know, of Serena Williams' parents or, or Earl Woods or any of the, who was it, Anthony Munoz back in the day? No. Who am I thinking of? Yeah, are you thinking of Marinovich? Oh, that's who, exactly who I'm thinking of. Anthony Munoz. Uh, Marinovich. But uh, anyway, what a what a fascinating philosophy from somebody who is uh, incredible at, uh, at what they do. And I don't know what a what a window into into Giannis. I, I thought that was so cool, you know, the humility in the present, where nothing has really been accomplished yet. <laughs> I wonder, you know, and he talked about that's your ego when you're thinking about the past, and it's your pride when you're thinking about the future. But right there in that sweet spot, and any sports psychologist you talk to will stress. The importance of athletes in big moments staying in the present, not thinking about what the consequences will be with a made or missed shot, not thinking about the made or missed shot that happened 20 seconds ago, but thinking about what needs to be done right in the moment. And you know what's so interesting about this is it was illustrated in what we just talked about. Yeah, for sure. In that moment when both Drew Holiday and Giannis were directly in the moment doing what needed to be done in that particular moment. That is a secret to success. If I was going to talk to any young person, Jake, about how to be successful, not just in sports, but especially in sports, but in anything else too, it's are you in the present? Are you dialed into what's happening right now? Not thinking about past mistakes or past glory. Not thinking about, oh, my gosh, what are the consequences? What might happen next? No, taking care of what you've been trained to do, what you've been work, what you've worked so hard to do, uh, is so much uh, to, to uh, execute that right now. And that's, you know, I've told you the story about the fighter pilot uh, instructor a thousand times. I'm, I won't bore you with it again. Uh, even though I do bore you again and again with other stories that I tell over and over. But you've got to be in the moment, and uh, that's what Giannis does, and good for him. 
got to work on his free throws. I uh, I just don't think that that is shared by many other NBA players. Hmm. I thought it was really insightful what he said about, uh, you know, like you pointed out, uh, looking to the past, that's ego, and looking to the future, that's pride. I, I don't think that that's the outlook of any other NBA player. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I, because I think so. a lot of athletes are trained about staying in the present. But the word he used about staying in the present, that humility, man, that puts a smile on your face, doesn't it? But, I mean, probably every NBA player thinks, I'm going to go out and dominate. Or and how many NBA players out there point at their stats and say, this is who I am, play me, pay me. Yeah, that happens more frequently than people might guess. You mean all the time? (laughs) (laughs) All right, stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show uh, coming up next. Coach Chiesa is going to jump on with us. Always look forward to our conversations uh, with Coach. Uh, Coming up at uh, 4 o'clock, we've got uh, what's going on. And then at 5, Coach Jay Hill is going to jump on the show. that's good. Yeah, looking forward to talking to Coach. So stay tuned for that. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.